In 2016, scientists on Earth detected a fast radio burst from a distant region of space with no observable stars. This signal contained a constant series of data packets and a decryption key. Once decrypted, the data contained a number of transmissions from two planets in a binary system. Included in the data was a translation matrix that researchers used to translate the entries, as best as possible, into English. The following transmissions were declassified by the scientific community and given to us to present. Log entry Vela 32, Vela Rotat 2627, Cycle 4 of the 4th Anul. Hey, hey, Chone! Huge congratulations on your graduation. That's a big deal, and you should be proud of yourself for that. I sent word to mom and dad about it, and apparently your mom already sent news about the event to them. She sounded really proud of you as well. I don't think she mentioned the Hutfor, though. Maybe she thought that dad wouldn't understand. That picture of yours looks fascinating. It's so intricate and pretty. And you say that everyone who graduates gets one? And you're teaching for a while still. I thought the plan was to be heading to Randir. You should be up there designing new means of travel. I can't say that we have anything like that here. There are some Velens that have gotten into dyeing their scales into different colors and patterns. The result is very pretty, but the process is long and arduous. It involves soaking in the dyes for different times, and the patterns have to be done by dyeing each scale separately. It's a lot of work for something that will only last a few rotats. Our bodies tend to reject the dye after a while, and they get shed, and new scales come in. It doesn't hurt, but I'm constantly amazed at the efforts that someone would go through to stand out. I guess I take after my dad and just want to blend in and observe. There's also some great news on the space front. It turns out that they've launched the first stages of an actual space station that's going to be orbiting Vela. It's not anything too big, mostly just a few capsules that link together, but there is room to grow it to more of a full-scale facility in the next few rotats. I only know what's been broadcast since everyone involved has been very quiet about the whole process. They're using reusable craft to send Velens up and bring them back, and we've already had at least one that has spent a full rotat in the station. The biggest issue is water right now. Since we tend to like a humid environment, most of the inner workings have to be protected from moisture, and there are some zero-g pools that the astronauts can use while there to rehydrate. It's pretty amazing that we're now a race that has someone living in space. These next few rotats are going to be very exciting. I look forward to getting the thoughts of those I meet on the road. Also, they've begun the construction of our first fusion power plant in Nosinar. I guess the final testing made no waves and everything looked good, so they have a plan now to have it finished in about five rotats. On the plus side, that's only about two transmissions for us. I'm already planning to make my way there for the official opening of the plant so I can cover it for my site. It's really a great occasion and an incredible opportunity for those in the area. The Velens I spoke to on the northern coast were optimistic about the jobs and the chance to lessen our reliance on the water sparks. That's hydroelectricity to you. Water sparks is an older term that's been phasing out for a while now, but there's still a few old timers here that use it. My travels right now have taken me to another small village right on the coast. When I say small, I mean tiny. 
There are a few houses and maybe only about 50 Velens that live here. Most of them either take the transit streams to larger nearby cities to work, or they work from home on the wideband. When I asked them about it, they said they like the solitude. I can't say I blame them too much. The views here are stunning, and it's so quiet. The sounds of the waves on the beaches is soothing. If I weren't afflicted with my need to see all of our world, I could see staying someplace like this. Who am I fooling? I probably won't stop traveling until I'm old. Most of my travel from place to place has been via the river skiffs and transit streams. It's kind of nice to be able to just lazily float down the river and enjoy the scenery. It reminds me a lot of the stories that Dad told me about his trip to Sionar a long time ago. The big difference here is that I don't get seasick. The river I'm on actually flows all the way down to Trenar, and the captain runs it back and forth all the time. He said that on occasion, he can actually sit on the deck and watch launches. Sadly, there weren't any going while I was aboard, but the passengers all loved to sit and listen to the captain tell his stories about the city that was nearly wiped out and then rebuilt. Speaking of stories, it would appear that I'm growing my audience a little more than I thought. Dad has been forwarding me some transmissions that have been coming in from Velens all over that are reading my site. Most of it is the usual, hey, I like your site type stuff, but every now and then something comes in that kind of makes a splash. I got one from a Velen in Sionar that said that they read my site to their son whenever I make a post. They watch his reaction to the words and use it as a way to teach him that everyone has a story of their own. They even sent a reaction video to one of the more touching articles, and watching his little face with all the emotion was just so cute. Well, the next river skiff is almost here, so I should wrap this up and get it ready to be sent out. May the slow rolling river current guide us to our next adventure. Ori. Log entry Heimavina 32, 2307, Age of Enlightenment. Hey, hey, Ori. Great job on growing your fan base. My mom says you just need one reader to start following. And as you build a following and push deeper into stories, you'll find your voice and your favorite interests. I bet you got a bunch of fans, just like our parents. So what are your plans? I mean, I get the wanderlust and desire to chase new experiences, but has anything caught your fancy? Sorry, we go all professor there. Did you know that your father has a huge following here? Like bordering on obsession. I don't think my mom ever told him because she knew he would be embarrassed, but she still gets endless amounts of correspondence from people all over the planet who are infatuated with your father and find him very attractive. I've read a few letters and seen some of the sites on the nets. There are more than a few mana that want to go swimming with your father, if you know what I mean. Even the coffee shop by my place has Gisto fan art. I'm a little jealous because I still can't get the cute Theonans there to look at me. Maybe I should say I know your dad. These past few months have been a bit of an emotional ride for my family. Longama Fifi passed away late last year. We held the memorial at the first hydro plant that Fifi helped build, and Grandmother Cece and Frida both spoke. My mom gave the final eulogy and had everyone in tears. The memorial was broadcast live, and the planet had a moment of silence for her. 
We launched the funeral ship from Nina Harbor, and thousands of people lined the beaches holding electric candles in her honor. It was the most moving thing I've ever experienced. I know she would have loved it and hated it at the same time. Before that moment, I had never realized how important my great-grandmother was to the planet. Her inventions brought mana into a new era. Modern electricity, thermal turbines, and even our ability to pursue fusion power all stem from her initial inventions. And she was still making changes to her theories just a couple of months before she died. She was an avid expansionist, but she always put the environment first. And I think her goal was to soak every ounce of power from the natural world without doing any damage to the planet. That's a weird and very progressive political stance, even these days. She was the smartest mana on the planet, and yet had an amazing sense of humor. Sometimes, when she was debating my propulsion theories, I would forget that she was the same Longama Fifi who taught me how to play Skaktafel. Again, a confusing mix of personalities. What no one saw of Dr. Frida Nussbark was the time she spent with her family, especially brunches on Sundog at my parents' place. It was easier when Frida and I were little, but we still managed to make it at least once a month. I have vivid memories of Grandmother Cece and Elle giggling together over a bottle of vin or fussing with Frida's flatta. My dad, usually in the kitchen, and my mom always sneaks Floki snacks when dad isn't looking. Grandfather and Fifi always argue about something, usually politics or an esoteric aspect of environmental engineering. Once the food is served, all the other topics drop away, no matter what we were talking about. It changes the best thing we ate that week, what we want to try, or what to make the next time we get together. I'm glad she got to see me graduate. She even said she was jealous that my runes looked better than hers. I laughed when she said that. Her right arm was covered with intricate, original engineering runes, and they are by far the coolest because they were the base of all the engineering host floors today. We shared a unique bond, each of us having our own original set. After a week of mourning, we had to settle her estate, which was as uncomfortable and distasteful as it sounds. My mom always joked that Fifi could fund Werkstatt space twice over from the change in her sofa. Even with all the endowments to the various universities and charities she set up, my mom wasn't wrong. Even more shocking, she left the rest of her estate to Frida and I. Cece and my mom said it's tradition to pass on inheritance to the youngest child. My sister and I just stared at each other, and my mom smiled and said, What do you think Frida would want you to do with that? I think I might have an idea. For the past year, I've been working at Hofnina University. I secured a three-year contract with them, and I get pretty much free reign of the aerospace engineering lab in exchange for teaching classes to undergraduates who look at me like I have three heads. I've made friends with a couple of the other junior lecturers like myself, and we've been spending a lot of time in the labs. Margaret specializes in advanced composite materials, and Hecla's probably the single smartest roboticist on the planet. They're scary smart, Leela, and I feel dumb for the first time in my life. It's amazing. 
We've got some stuff in the works, and if we can pull this off, we'll really get the space program moving. Literally. Ceramic majors, composites, aerogel, spun long-form CNTs, and ultra-low-latency remote vector, blah, 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 blah. We're working on a fusion engine. If we get it right, it'll be able to burn continually. That means constant thrust and braking throughout a flight, which is way better than what we've got now. We have a lot of work to do. Hopefully, we'll have the same success as the power plant in Nosanar. The whole power plant is a pretty incredible step forward. I'd be interested to learn how much power it generates and what type of magnetic containment bottle they're using. Sorry. Obviously, I don't have much of a life outside of the lab. Since I've been back in Hofnina, I've been living down at the marina on Frida's new segbat. It's probably not as nice as a river skiff you describe, but since Frida is on tour with her band, I figure, why not? Plus, the atmosphere at the marina is very different from the university. I don't want to rent a new place just yet, and it's closer to campus than my parents. And besides, I think my parents were relieved that I didn't move back in. They turned my old room into a library. I'll ask Margaret about the space station's humidity problem. She might have a suggestion. I bet we could synthesize a hydrophilic borosilicate matrix that could be sandwiched into a... Yeah, I did it again, didn't I? Um, I'll send along whatever Margaret comes up with. But if you could send me some pictures of the power station, that would be great. Stay safe in your travels. Minutalenda, Helgi. Log entry, Vela 33, Vela Rotat 2629, cycle 12 of the 5th Anul. Dearest brother, first and foremost, let me pass along condolences from my whole family. I know that Dad has already sent word to your mom, but know that all of us here share your mourning with the passing of your great-grandmother. It was only recently that the concept of a mother's mother was felt here, but we know that it's an important part of your school structure. I am so sorry to hear of her passing. Your mother spoke very highly of her in her past transmissions. I knew that she was influential on your world, but I guess I didn't really grasp how much of an effect she had there, both through her work and personally. I also love that your Hurtfleur has a base origin in hers. Now whenever you look at it or feel that it's there, it'll be like she's still with you. Your school's mealtime sounds like the perfect way to come together and enjoy each other's company. I wish I had something like that with mom and dad, but they're usually too busy working. The time we had at home with the three of us was usually talking about the latest developments at the lab or just in general silence. I'm not sure my dad ever really got over what happened with the council when I was younger. He appears normal, but sometimes he gets a little quiet and withdrawn. It's pretty amazing about your inheritance, though. I know it comes at a cost, but it sounds like it will help to improve your future quite a bit. It's hard to imagine that sort of wealth centrally located around a single person here on Vela. So, you have all of this funding available to you, and you're living on your sister's segbat? It sounds like you could have a whole fleet of segbats to choose from. I can assure you that where you're staying is probably still a lot nicer than where I've been sleeping for the past few annuals. The river skiff is a great, albeit slow, way of seeing the world and getting to new places, but it's a league away from luxury. There are some stretches where I have to share a cabin with other travelers. 
Most of them are really nice and allow me to interview them, but occasionally you get some people who just want to be left alone, or even worse, they snore. I should record a few of the louder ones. Maybe Frida can use the sound in a new song. It sounds like you have some big plans for the future. Should I be looking for some new messages from a future company lead? With all the talent you're gathering up, I'm sure you could give Werkstatt a good competitor. Although, I'm not sure how your mother would feel about having you fighting for rights to space travel against her. I bet you could cause a real stir in the pool, though. Given all that technical talk, it seems like you have some pretty solid ideas of where you want to go, and now you have the means to get there. I can't even pretend to understand what any of that meant, but I bet I could spin it into a great story. Up-and-comer makes a big splash in the tech market on Haimavina. Honestly, you sound so much like my dad sometimes. He would get mired into a problem and spend countless quarter tides working it out and muttering all sorts of jargon. I don't even want to try and imagine the transmissions you and he are sending back and forth. There will probably be some future civilization that will spend lifetimes trying to decipher it and still never understand it. Don't get me wrong. I love getting into the weeds on a technical issue, but I'm much more interested in what makes our minds churn and the aspects of personality and behavior. If you find the right topic, you can watch someone's eyes light up or go dull. Knowing how to steer that conversation is what I've been practicing. My river skiff journey has brought me to Nosanar now. I'm just in time for the grand opening of the new fusion plant. Well, actually due to delays in construction and a highly efficient captain, I'm actually a few annuals early, but by the time you get this, it won't matter. This city is amazing. To think that just 50 rotats ago, there was practically nothing here. Some low-lying marshland and a few villages have grown into a swirling cityscape. Everything here looks so crisp and new, too. The plant is a sort of centerpiece to the city. Since the primary source of fuel for the reactor is seawater, there are these massive pipes that bring it in from the ocean. Buildings have spurted up all around the pipes. Some of them are even built over top of them, incorporating them into their design. They've done some preliminary tests of the system, and everything is now on track for the official ceremony. If this works, then it will be possible to power all of Seneth with just this single plant. Based on all the projections, there are plans for at least two more plants around Vela, but they haven't started any construction yet. The outlook from the community here is all very positive. So many jobs have opened up, and the whole city has grown with Velans from all over moving here to take part in this historic event. I've spoken to workers from the plant, shop owners in the area, even some of the Kopi shop servers. I spend a lot of time in Kopi shops due to the constant flow of people to talk with. If I keep this up, I probably won't sleep for a week. Of course, there are some Velans that came in from Sonath to protest the plant. I guess that's to be expected. Even though there are plans in the works to build a plant there, some representatives from La Arva couldn't resist the chance to protest something new and helpful. They kept screaming that the idea of fusion was scrapped because of the potential to cause damage to the environment and the possible waste from the plant. You'd think they would learn the difference between fusion and fission. Sadly, the protests have done their job, and there's a lot of confusion over the whole mess. Get it? <laughs> I guess bad jokes run in my family. Well, the protests have raised some doubt in the people that were still testing the waters here, and it started a divide. 
It's hard to keep up with getting all the different views. Some want the freedom that having this power will give us, and some are worried about the economic impact for the other sources of power. Will this put the solar farms out of business? Will the hydroelectric plants close? All of these questions have been sent up to the council, and no one has actually answered any of them. As if we didn't have enough new and fancy things happening here, there was another launch of a module to the new space station as well. This time, it was a full laboratory and crew quarters. They sent a team with astronauts from a few different regions of the world. Experiments are being run on a few daga that were also sent up. I had thought that there would be some concern about running animal experiments in space, but most of the people I talked to said that daga are so plentiful and are kind of a pest animal that they didn't care. I did hear that there's no actual harm coming to them, though, so that's good. The experiments are mostly to observe behavior in the daga and see how they adjust to the environments. The VSA even set up a vid screen channel that you can watch to see all the latest updates from the station. The work on the new station has renewed a lot of interest planetside in the space program. Children I speak to are excited again for going into space, and I've heard that the VSA has opened up applications to all of the major universities looking for new candidates. What do you think, Helgi? Should I apply? Do you think I could start doing interviews of Velens from outer space? I mean, I am uniquely qualified, since I've been talking with an actual alien for most of my life. I'm kidding, of course. The testing required for the positions they want is very rigorous, and who has time for that? There's still so much to see here on the ground. I love the idea of space, but there's still a lot to explore here. While I'm talking about space, I don't know if you remember, but we had launched a telescope many rotats back. It was mostly used to examine the nearby stars and other stellar phenomena. Well, it got a major upgrade recently to improve the resolution. The VSA put out a number of images that it took, and I thought you might like to have this one. It's you. Well, it's not you specifically, but it's Haimavina, as seen from Vela. Of course, it's not a perfect render of your planet. From what I understand, the telescope sees a large portion of the light waves, then cross-references that with radio signatures, and then the systems back at the VSA labs put all that information together and produce an image that's a we-believe-it-to-look-like-this sort of image. I'm sure you understand that concept better than I can explain it. Finally, I would say that you should never under any circumstance, ever mention to my dad about this following that he has on your planet. Just the idea that your mom's boss had a fan club when they were in classes was enough to nearly cause his scales to fall out. I believe at the idea of a following like you described, he may just die of embarrassment. As it was, I had to soak in the tub for four quarter tides just to remove the mental image that you painted after reading it. May the waves wash away the remotest thought of a Gisto fan club. Ori. Log entry, Haimavina 33. 2309, Age of Enlightenment. Hey, hey, Ori. That shot of Haimavina is amazing. You send me the best motivations. I have to say, that's some seriously excellent telescope and imagery processing technology. I love it. I got it reprinted and have it in my office at work. 
Are there plans for more satellites like that? Has VSA found anything else interesting in the neighborhood? I realize space is big. I mean, look at how long it takes for us to communicate back and forth. But it just seems odd to me that we're the only ones out here. I'm glad VSA was able to solve the condensation problem in the manned station. Thanks for those pictures, by the way. That is excellent news, and I would really be curious to know how Valen scientists were able to solve the problem. We spent some time working with porous, low-density materials that are highly absorbent, but they need to be swapped out or somehow be treated and vented to deal with the excess moisture in places you don't want it. What types of composites are being used in the inner capsule? Sorry, don't worry if you can't get answers to all this stuff. I promised Margaret that I would ask, but I think she's more curious on an intellectual level than anything else. Mana don't require the same humidity levels as Velen's, so we haven't, at least that I'm aware of, had to deal with it. That said, we've discovered greenhouse facilities on both Randir and Braddoth. They appear to serve as both a means to produce fresh food and oxygen for the stations. The majority of the breathable gases are generated with electricity from the fusion reactors, but the greenhouses apparently contribute to a homeostatic environment that is way outside of my area of expertise. On that note, I funded a grant for Hafnina University on the condition that I would be the inaugural recipient. Beyond the fact that we'll now have a substantial endowment focused on advanced aerospace engineering and physics, it counts as a very tidy little tax offset. The taxes I pay now are almost half as much as the inheritance itself. But anyway, with the grant, I leased a building in the city marina that used to be a Segbat factory. It's plenty large for what we're working on, has easy access to water for coolant and fuel purposes, and is in a lightly populated area, and also happens to be close to where I live. It's been fantastic to just be able to walk to work, though Frida keeps telling me I spend too much time in the lab. Science is my mistress, Litla. I should be careful or someone will accuse me of being a mad scientist. Eh, whatever. So the engine we're working on is proving challenging, which is accounting for most of my late nights and long hours. We've decided to go with a modified inertial containment vessel that can withstand the pressure and temperatures, but the actual implementation is proving ridiculously complicated. Magnetic containment was a complete bust because we couldn't generate the initial power required to establish and maintain the fields. We'd basically need another reactor to power the other reactor. We've settled on an inertial containment system, but the lasers must be completely shock resistant and calibrated so that the fuel pellet lands in the right spot every time. Have I bored you to death yet? I'm like 85% sure the last person I went out for drinks with faked a family emergency to get out of the conversation. I mean, it's maybe not everyone's cup of tea, but worry, we're literally talking about the future. I'm really glad to hear the progress Vela's made with fusion power. I can't say I'm surprised because it really is an amazing thing. Tell me more about these protests. Are they still going on? Has the government managed to clear up the confusion? Hilarious wordplay, by the way. And you might be surprised to learn that it actually translates in mana as well. How is progress going on the other plants? Are people in other industries adjusting to the changes? I'm sure the story has moved on since your last message, but I find the impacts of technology on society to be fascinating. 
Speaking of societal impacts, we discovered and began excavating what appears to be an ancient research university and its library. Or just the news articles being written about the information contained in this discovery are enough to keep me awake at night. I haven't even seen the data coming out of there yet, but I'm told the leaps in almost every major field will be staggering. I'm hoping there's something in there about fusion-powered spaceflight because I'm starting to run out of ideas. I've been pestering mom about it and she's not been what I would call helpful. Lots of winks and nods and not so subtle job offerings. Don't misunderstand me. I think working for Werkstatt would be great. Genius colleagues, essentially unlimited funding, lots of freedom. They'll get early access to new research and data coming out of the finds like the university library as well, which makes it even more tempting. But my mom also works there, and I have these nightmares of her going through my work and sitting in on my presentations, which always turn into her retelling funny stories from my childhood. I think I'd rather let Floki bite me in the crotch, Leela. And for the record, Frida and I weren't total monsters. The building my parents' flat is in is still standing, and Floki's fur grew back every single time. On the same thought, I've been thinking a lot about what you said about the silent meal at home with your parents. Correct me if I'm wrong, but family, at least in the sense that I think about it, is a new concept for Velens. And your dad, in addition to being directly involved with some of the most historical events of the past few decades, also broke the social mold. That had to have come at a cost for him, both personally and professionally. Maybe he's never really gotten over his ordeal in front of the council or your mom's decision to release all that data. I'm not prying, me, and I'm certainly not a psychologist, but your dad experienced some real trauma over the years. It took my mom a lot of time to process what happened to her, and it took my parents a while to resettle their relationship after she got released from prison. I'm not sure that my mom has ever stopped thinking about the impact of all of that on me and Frida. I don't mean to sound critical. I just think she's always been focused on her career. Probably always has. Anyway, that's a lot of me trying to ask how your folks are doing. How are they doing? Well, I was really excited to hear about VSA's manned flights and the fusion power situation, Ori. It must be an amazing time to be alive on Vela. It is here, and I can only imagine what Velens must be going through. Craziness, right? And just think, we are right in the middle of it. Bonkers. I'm including some Gisto fan art, by the way. Frida said if we have to see it, so do you. Take care, Leila. Vinata Anda. Log entry, Vela 34. Vela Rotat 2631. Cycle 15 of the 8th Annual. You vile piece of Telak. I disagree with your assessment that you and Frida are not monsters. Did you actually look at any of those images of my dad that you sent? It looks like in one of them he's... <clears throat> laying down with someone that looks an awful lot like your mom. Thankfully, he hasn't been checking these messages as much anymore, since I have a direct feed to get them from the labs. If he had seen this, I'm pretty sure that his funeral skiff would be sailing the next night. How about we just pretend that these don't exist anymore, and never, ever speak of them again? Deal? 
Well, the fusion reactor finished construction and came online last Rotat. Almost all of Seneth is being powered by that single reactor now. It's incredible the amount of power it's creating for Vela. Many of the other plants in the area are being converted to other uses or closing down to reclaim the land they were on. There's talk that some of the wind farms will be converted to farmland and greenhouse space. Some of the protests were concerned about the loss of jobs from the older plants, but many of the workers are transitioning to new careers and are happy to do so. I mean, for some of them, it was just sitting and watching turbines spin. Most of the Velens I spoke to were bored with their jobs to begin with. With that, my work in Nosanar is done, and I've begun my trek back toward Laar. I'm making my way via a number of smaller villages along the way, taking small transit streams and even doing some hiking. All of this exercise has been really great for me. I'm probably in the best shape of my life. Still, I'll be happy to get back home and just relax for a bit. I could use some downtime. Some very good news has come out of all of this. My wideband site has been picked up by several major news networks and... I am now considered a freelance roving reporter. It's pretty great. I'm getting sponsored for travel, and since most of the cities I visit want to get featured, they're throwing in lots of extra perks like hotels and food. I'm really excited about this because it could lead to some pretty great things. I'm meeting with one of the heads of the Laar News Branch when I get back to talk about some opportunities. Cross webs that it goes well. The downside to all this fame is that I appear to have gained the attention of someone from ReefGuard. They've been focusing a lot of attention on me and pulling tricks like denying access rights because I'm not official press. Some of the more militant wideband news sites are trying to discredit me. My sources say that it's this one general, Ignice Ojas, that has it out for me. I don't know what I did to him, but he seems really out to get me. I think there have even been some Reef Guard soldiers following me on my travels. The main reason I'm returning home is because my father's retirement ceremony is coming up and I thought I'd surprise him by being there. It's hard to believe that he's getting ready to retire. I still remember sitting next to his desk and doodling on his papers while he was trying to work out some problem. Lately, he's been working so much with the VSA and the council that I'm sure he's ready to relax and not be quite as stressed out. I know he worries about my travel, too, so it will be good for me to be home for a while. He has all those answers you're looking for about the VSA projects, but the way ReefGuard has been cracking down on information, I don't know if he'll be able to help. I certainly don't know anything more than what the news feeds are broadcasting. I'm sorry. I think I'm going to have to side with Frida that you are spending way too much time at work. When you aren't trying to re-engineer the tech on your planet, you're always really curious about the tech on mine. Personally, I think it's cool. I love learning about new things from Hymavina, but you really have to get out more. There's a whole world out there to go see and new people to meet. I'm sure that Frida can hook you up with some friends to go out and party. Who knows, maybe you can find someone to occupy your time for a little bit, or even a long bit. If you need some inspiration on things you can do, I'm sure you can refer to some of those weird drawings you sent. Your engine design sounds fascinating, but also very complex. Remember, I am a simple alien girl who likes to swim in the countryside and have drinks with random strangers. I know my way around some computer systems, but when it comes to atomic theory, I'm lost. It's not boring, though. I can tell that you're really excited about it. 
I can also see why your mom wants you to come work on Werkstatt. I bet they could use a brain like yours. Working under your mom might be weird, though. When I was interning at the lab with both mom and dad there, it was annoying. <laughs> they were constantly checking up on me and making sure I wasn't getting into things I shouldn't be. Oh, wait, I guess we see how that ended up. I think I may have made my home life sound a bit harsher than it actually is. Things are okay, but dad has certainly been through a lot in his lifetime. Most of Ellen's I speak to live simple lives and rarely see anything near what my dad swam through. On top of that, the whole thing with the information leak and how mom gave me the info and, well, I don't think we broke him, but he was always a little more quiet after that. He still loves me and mom, but he seemed different afterwards. He didn't talk about work near as much at home, and he would spend a lot of time in the labs. Dad has always been a very swim-in-your-lane kind of person, so when the council called him in and what happened was discovered, I think he felt betrayed. That was over ten rotets ago, and the seas wash away in the sand, but the rocks stay. I think retirement will be good for him, and will give him a chance to swim out of the stream and relax for once. Mom will still be working at the labs for a few more rotets. Dad can finally work on some of his hobbies. He even talked about wanting to tinker and rebuild his old first transmitter. He's always messing with it. Honestly, I'm surprised it still works at all. He even brought up the idea of him traveling with me on some of my journeys. It'll be nice to have some father-daughter time and maybe get him out of the house for a while. As long as we don't go by skiff. May the waves guide me home. Ori. Log entry, Haimavina 34. 2311, Age of Enlightenment. Hey, hey, Ori. All right, so tell me how the meeting with the news rep from Laar went. Are you on your way to being a famous journalist? Is your wideband site the most popular, trusted name in news? I have this vision of you fearlessly trekking to some remote location in pursuit of a lead. The free meals and accommodations are a nice bonus, by the way. Hopefully, with your new position, and I assume you took their offer, it will be harder for the reef guard to mess with you. But hey, even so, no joke on those reef guard fiscal. Be careful out there. The factionalism within your government and society is still pretty recent, and those wounds don't heal easily. I told my parents about it, and my mom said that general is the same one that went after your mom and dad all those years ago. Watch the break leak, though. It's great news about Senos fusion reactor. How's that going? I hadn't realized your dad was old enough to retire. Sometimes I forget that our species age differently until it hits me in the face. How was the party? Justo strikes me as a really quiet guy, almost introverted. So I'm curious to know what it was like. There are lots of people, crazy shenanigans. Did he end up with a botsy on his head again? That would be hilarious. You're hardly the simple country girl you make yourself out to be, Alila. And I know you understand more than you let on. In this case, though, it seems like we're both wandering in the wilds without a clue. At the lab, we have just not been able to get the containment bottle to work the way we want. And believe me, it's not for lack of effort. We have never been able to get past beta testing no matter how many times we play with it. All of our modeling shows minute changes in gravity caused by fusion reactors are sufficient in aggregate to bring the lasers ever so slightly out of alignment. 
that misalignment compromises the containment of the fusion reaction itself, which is incredibly dangerous for reasons I'm sure you fully understand. We've tried gimbaling the lasers, stabilizing them with gyros, and even putting them on actuators that constantly shift. The parameters are just too tight, and we haven't been able to build in enough of a safety margin to proceed with an actual test. We have built and tested multiple mounts and engine prototypes, and we even tested some of the most promising options with heavy non-fusal isotopes. It fails without fail. Every. Single. Time. Maddening. The math works. I'm sure of that. I've had it peer-reviewed, and my equations are correct. There's something missing on the actual technological capability side that we're just not able to wrap our heads around. Hecla, Margaret, and I finally had a moot a few weeks ago and decided to end the program. Individually, we all accomplished more than enough to complete our postdoc work, publish some articles, and be famous in some of the smallest circles of academia on Haimovina. We've patented a number of things we've developed over the course of this effort. My math was too theoretical to be worth anything commercially, so I will languish in poverty and anonymity for the rest of my days. Oh, woe unto me. I joke. Frida has had a field day at my expense, and I'm now the proud owner of a t-shirt that reads, World's Worst Scientist. My postdoc complete, and my name established as the guy who almost got it, but not quite, I've had my pick of academic jobs. I took a lecturer position at one of the new science, technology, engineering, and mathematics universities that have been popping up. We're generating such numbers of new academics, and there is so much ancient mana information being dug up that we literally can't find space for all of these people to work. It's an exciting time for a lot of people on Haimovina, especially in the academic world. I decided not to apply to Werkstatt for all of the reasons that we've talked about. But my mom was happy to scoop up Hecla and Margaret. They're doing amazing and inspiring work, but I'd feel like I got the job because of my mom not because of anything I've actually done. I realize that might sound strange and maybe even a little childish, but I want it to just be me, if that makes any sense at all. And on that note, I applied to the ECAL astronaut program. I, I know, I, I know. I haven't given up on my dream to set foot on Brada, and maybe even beyond. And to do that as anything more than a tourist or an academic on a ride along, I have to be in the game. The process is grueling and the competition is fierce, with everyone with an advanced science background applying from all over the planet. I'm excited about it and about my chances because I've been raised from childhood to push myself harder and farther than I think I can go. May the waves guide me. I also have sad news, Lula. Floki passed away about a year ago now. The loss was inevitable and that furball looked well beyond the normal life expectancy of Farland's, but it still hurt to see him go. He'd spent most of the past couple of years sitting in front of the fire at my parents' place, and age had definitely slowed him down. He didn't suffer, though. He just went for a nap and didn't wake up. We had a ceremony for him out at my grandparents' farm, on a small hill that overlooks the fjord. There's a little stunted tree there that Floki would always pretend to hide under when Frida and I were little. He wasn't really hiding, but he always seemed to think it was great fun. It helps to know that I can visit him whenever I want. My mom said she didn't want another one because it's like saying goodbye to a friend. That lasted all of a few months before my father came home with Vigo, 
he's pretty chill, like Floki, but apparently has a mischievous streak not unlike my mom's childhood home, Luna. Apparently, he loves the water. Take care, Luna. Helgi. You have been listening to an episode of Binary Saga. The part of Ori is read by Juliana Finch. Helgi is read by Paul Anderson. Music by Eric Mateus and soundimage.org. Find us on Twitter and Facebook with at the Binary Saga. For all of these links and more information, visit binarysaga.com. If you like what we're doing, please consider leaving a review on your favorite podcast app.